Hello, you're listening to Sarah Archer in episode 242 of the Speaking Club podcast. I want to open this one with a quote from well-known podcaster Mark Marin. The medium of podcasting and the personal nature of it, the relationship you build with your listeners and the relationship they have with you, they could just be sitting there, chuckling and listening. There's nothing like that. I started this podcast for two reasons. Because I want to help people recognise the power of stories and humour in speaking and because I believe it's your message that counts, not the number of ums and ahs you use. There are some organisations that want to create robot speakers. They want you to sacrifice your personality in order to speak perfectly. But I want to let you know that you can be yourself and a sensational speaker. So, if you want to be a speaker that connects and engages authentically through stories, a speaker that gives value as well as a great performance, then welcome home. Hey, how are you? Hope you're well. I'm well. The uh, fun and games in the UK continues. Goodness me. I don't, you don't need to watch Netflix just these days, do you? Just read the papers. Anyway, what am I talking to you about today? Well, do you know what? I've been at a lot of events recently where people have been talking about podcasts they've started or going on podcasts because it's undeniable now that podcasts are one of the best ways to get your message out there and the statistics are so strong over 62 percent of the u.s population has listened to a podcast uh, 38% in Canada and in the UK nearly 20% of people listen to a podcast every week and a new stat that I found is that people who listen to podcasts are 60% likely to buy what was advertised on the show so that is incredible so it, our own podcast the speaking club is proof of the huge global growth of podcasts and podcast listeners because at the time this best of episode was originally recorded it was uh, in 159 countries and now the speaking club is in 192 but starting a podcast is a lot of work and it's a massive commitment and if you don't fancy that then finding podcasts to be a guest on is a great strategy to leverage this platform to grow your brand, audience and business. And that's why I've pulled this episode from the archives. I could have done a new version, but this one's got it all. So I thought I would bring it out for you. And the reason I originally did this episode was because I, as a podcast host, get approached so many times and I see so many mistakes people make in the way that they approach um, people like me and how they miss out on them making the most of the opportunity if they do get on the show. So in this best of episode, I'm aiming to help you avoid the pitfalls and become an awesome podcast guest so that you can get your message out there further and faster. Okay, it's time to hand over to, well, me. Today, I want to talk to you about a great medium for sharing your message, whether that's one about injustice or change or product or service, whatever it is. So let's get started. In 2002, I went on first time actually to the BBC radio station and it was kind of a regional one. It wasn't, it was local-ish, 
but it was regional and I was chuffed to bits because I thought that was a brilliant way to get my message out about comedy. It was I was doing comedy at the time and they had me on a on a politics show to to make some jokes and whatnot and I was so excited. And actually, do you know, I think probably when you think about it, that show only went out to a very small number of people. But at the time, that was amazing. But what I want to tell you about today is a platform that over 51% of the US population are listening to, 37% in Canada, and one in eight people in the UK. And that is podcasts. The stats show that the numbers of podcast listeners are growing exponentially across the globe. And I can vouch for this as the Speaking Club is now in 159 countries. Woohoo! So as well as the audience growing, so are the number of podcasts. There's like 192,000 new ones launched just last year. So what does that mean for you? Well, it means that if you're not already leveraging this platform for growing your audience and your business and your brand, then you should be. And that's why I decided to put this episode together. I want to help you become an awesome podcast guest so that you can get your message out there further and faster. Now, you know that I love a framework and an acronym. So I've put one together for you to follow that takes you through all of the key steps you've got to take for successful podcast guesting. It's awesome. That's not me blowing my own trumpet. That is the name of the framework. (laughs) Okay, so the A in awesome stands for ask. You've got to reach out to podcast hosts and approach them to be on their show. And part of this is actually making it quite personal. So it's important that you are selective because you can't do hundreds and thousands. You know, I said there's 192,000 of them. Not all of them are going to be right for you. And in fact, podcasts are quite niche down. So it's important that you think about what is the audience that you're trying to reach? You know, who, who are they? And what are they most likely going to be listening to? And then the other factor around this is that you need to be thinking of finding podcasts where you can complement what the host does rather than compete with the host. Okay. Now, this might be counterintuitive as I, it always feels like this when I tell you to niche and to be selective, you know, whether that's about your message or about your marketing, whatever, your product service. It is counterintuitive because our, our feeling is that we want to appeal to as many people as possible. You know, we want to apply maybe to as many podcasts as possible, uh, but that's not the way to go. And, and the thing is, if you, there's an article about, called A Thousand True Fans. I'll put a link to it in the show notes. And that's, the world has changed. With the internet, it means that we can connect much faster with people who like the same things that we do. You know, before the internet, there may be little pockets of people liking the same things that couldn't connect. Now we can. And if you can find a thousand true fans that will buy your stuff, then you can have a great life and make a great living. Okay. So think about niching down. So do some research, go on to Apple Podcasts, go on to Stitcher, go on to some of the other podcast apps, go on to Spotify and have a look at the sorts of shows that are out there and see and find the ones that will be appealing to the audience that you want to speak to. 
You know, it may be, you know, for, for me, when I'm doing research on what shows to go on, the, the obvious choice would be go on other speaking shows, but that doesn't make any sense because I'll be in competition with the hosts and they won't want me on their show unless I can give something really niche that they are perhaps not covering. So maybe I could go on to speak about humour or storytelling if they were a straight speaking coach. But I much prefer to go um, slightly to the side Perhaps entrepreneurs, perhaps it's multi-level marketing or um, it's they've got they're teaching other sorts of things. Maybe it's a business HR podcast. You know, so don't go for the obvious ones. Think about it. Be selective niche down. Now, this leads me on to W, which stands for WIFT. Now, you may be familiar with the term WIFIM which is what's in it for me. This is a slight variation. This is what's in it for them, whiffed. So I said that it needs to be quite personal, which is why we need to be selective. You know, I, I still think you should do uh, approach quite a few. You know, If you could approach 100 podcast hosts, that would be amazing. Um, but when you do approach them, you need to put some thought into it. You need to, first of all, actually have a listen to their podcasts and their message. Do a little bit of research, A, to find out if they're right fit for you and your message and your audience. But also, um, you also need to show some interest in what they're doing. So when you actually pitch them, then, you know, they feel like you've made the effort I get a lot of pitches for people to come onto this podcast and some of them make that mistake, which I already mentioned, of being in direct competition with me. And I'm kind of like, I have to think that one through. Um, it's always a bit of an angsty moment um, because I want to give you guys the best value. But if they're just saying the same things that I'm saying, you're not going to get anything extra. So I try and bring people who are able to give you something a little bit different that I can't give you or to give you food for thought. So research what the podcast is, maybe have a listen to an episode or two, do some digging around them on social media so that you can find some common ground and points of connection. Because when you make that pitch to them, you want to be showing them, as I said, that you've made that effort. Um, the other thing that you've got to do in that email or however you do it, it could be a direct message on social media, it could be an email, you could do it via a video. Um, however you do it, you do have to use that WIFT and show them what value you can offer to their audience and also what value you can offer to them. So start off by sharing that common ground, sharing what you like about what they do and then go into what the you can offer their audience that they can't not you don't necessarily say that they can't but you just explain the value you can bring and also how, what difference you being on their show could make to them and then give them the next steps so you know how they can contact you uh, or if you're going to follow up with them when you're going to do it and do make sure that you follow up with them okay so all the fortune is in the follow-up so don't just send one email or one direct message do follow up don't pester but do give yourself maybe two or three follow-ups to because uh, people do have a lot of emails they do have a lot of messages and you know it might have just got lost or they might have thought oh, we'll come back to that and if you don't follow up they'll forget about it okay the next thing that I want you to think about is let's say you get on the show 
you really need to have some stuff nailed ahead of time. One of them is your elevator pitch, because that show host is likely going to ask you, what do you do? How do you help people? And so on. And you've got to have something punchy and, you know, relatable and memorable to share with them. So think about what transformation you offer people. This is all about the destination, not the vehicle. It's something I, I struggle, even though I teach marketing, I struggle with it. We all do about our own stuff. You know, it's, I, I go back to what Lisa Sasevich says, which is, you know, when you go to a travel agent, not that much, many of us are going to travel agents at the moment, but when you go to a travel agent, what are you buying? You're buying the holiday, the experience. What you're not buying is the plane. But when so many, so many of us put our pictures together, we talk about the plane, not the destination. So what you do is the vehicle to get people that transformation. So you need to be talking about the before and the after and really sort of possibly future pacing to tell people what life is like. But you need to have a clear, punchy elevator pitch for when the host asks you that question. Who you help how you help them, what transformation they're going to get. Okay. And actually I'll put a link in the show notes. I think episode three of uh, the speaking club uh, podcast has a great episode on elevator pitching. And you can also go and pick up my book and lots of bonuses on elevator pitching, including a, a email template to apply for podcasts as a guest. And uh, you can do that from standoutpitch.com. It's all free, just play shipping and handling. So that's another good resource for you to use. Lots of examples for you to check out there. And okay, so the next thing, we've got our elevator pitch. The next thing, so that's A, a and W and E. The next S is suggested questions. Now, all of us are pretty busy. I know I'm busy. So if a guest offered me some ideas for questions, I would be very happy. You know, I do a lot of research and I come up with my questions and I share them with the guests. But if a guest gave me some prompts, I'd be happy to use those or think about using those or some, you know, I've done this before when I've been a guest and the host has used all the questions. And that is brilliant. Not only are you adding value to the podcaster and saving them time, giving them food for thought, but you're also setting yourself up for success. In one of my own students, uh, I asked me about this and, and she was able to get her questions uh, to the podcast host and they loved it. And she was able to really showcase what she did in the way that she wanted. So have some suggested questions. Now, don't make it all about like one thing I'm going to tell you is don't make it all about your product, your service, selling, selling, selling. Think about how you can showcase what you do whilst not selling overtly and um, making it all about you, make it about the audience and giving them value. So it's, it's, you've got to think about it, but how can you show what you do without making it all about you, without selling and giving as much value to the host audience as you can? Okay, so that's the S. And now we come to the O. A really important way of leveraging, maximizing the opportunity of being on someone else's podcast, because the aim, the reason we're on there is to widen our audience, to get in front of another audience. You know, they've done all the hard work and you're going to have the opportunity to be in front of the audience that they've built up. That's why you need to treat their audience, you know, 
they're precious. My audience, you are precious to me. I'm so careful about what I bring in, you know, who I bring onto the show and what I say. I want to look after you. I've spent time putting this content together to build up an audience and I want to make sure I look after you. And that's how the other podcast hosts will feel when you're going onto their show. But one of the ways you can, you know, do a win-win is to create an offer for their audience. You've spent the time to get on the podcast. It's a great way to just take it that one step further and get people perhaps to subscribe to your list or join your group or whatever. So think about that double win. It's something that's going to grow your audience and strengthen your relationship with the host. Remember, it's got to be complementary, not competitive. So what you do is you have an offer prepared and you have a link with their show name on and you offer to share the emails with that podcast host because they may you may get some people subscribing to your list that they may not have so um and also make sure that you make people aware when they sign up that you are sharing that between you and the host it's important to be upfront about that think about that double win and offer to their audience that's going to grow yours and theirs and strengthen that relationship with them okay now we come to the m in awesome And that is about maximizing the opportunity. So you've spent time finding the podcast, applying to the podcast, preparing the questions, preparing the offer, or or making your lead magnet uh, personalized for that show. Um, You want to maximize the opportunity. So that is about sharing it with your own audience, making sure that you promote that podcast on your social media channels, on your website, in your postscript, so that your podcast Uh, host gets the maximum exposure for their podcast and you also maybe pick up some people that are in in your world that haven't seen you in this light before and you know it can create good things for you too so maximize that opportunity and the e in awesome stands for enjoy i know people get really nervous about doing stuff like this but you know, it's, it's a great experience most of the time. And especially if you've done the prep and sort of worked with the podcast host to find a way of getting the most out of it for you, for them, for their audience, I'm sure it will be a great experience. You know, I always say to people that come on this show, it's just like a chat over coffee and we have a lot of fun and there's nothing to be scared of. It's just a great way to get your message out there. And please, you know, do enjoy it. Have some fun with it. Don't panic. Don't think you need to be overly scripted. You don't. Just do that prep. Like I say all the time with your speaking, with whatever, your Facebook lives, your videos, um, your own podcast, do the prep and then just trust that the right words will come and have fun. Okay, that's that's the overarching aim. Have fun and that your personality will come across too and your passion and your energy if your intent is to have fun and enjoy yourself. Okay, that's it. So let's recap the framework and the takeaways. The framework is called the awesome framework. A is for ask. Make sure you do go and approach some podcasters and share your message. Think about that audience. Think about being selective and think about being complimentary, not competitive. Right, W stands for the WIFT. Uh, Make sure your podcast guest pitch focuses on them and their audience and what's in it for them. E stands for elevator pitch. Make sure you get this now. We want it punchy. We want it brief. We want it to showcase you and the transformation that you can offer people. And as I said, you can pick up uh, the book and bonuses at standoutpitch.com or also just listen to episode three 
um, of the Speaking Club podcast to get some more tips on putting your elevator pitch together. Okay, S in the awesome stands for suggesting questions. Help yourself and make life easier for the host by suggesting some questions for them to ask you. O stands for offer for their audience. It's the double win. They get something to give extra to their audience. And they also, like you, get the email addresses of anyone that subscribes um, and you bring them into your world. And that's brilliant. That's the whole reason you're getting on there to widen your audience and bring them into your world. M, maximize your interview by sharing it as much as you can amongst your own audience, your own social media network. And E, as I said, me is all about enjoying yourself. And I hope you found that useful. Uh, great framework there. Love a framework, me. Uh, this is today, Sarah, by the way, not uh, original recording, Sarah. It was a bit ropey, that recording, so apologies for that. I don't know what happened there. But anyway, uh, doesn't spoil the content, which hopefully will help you get on more podcasts and make the most of the opportunity when you are on there. But if you do want to get some more help with this, then do check out my podcast guest strategy course over at saraharcher.co.uk slash interview. Um, it's had great results for people. So if you want to increase your chances even more, then go and have a look at that. And if you want to make sure that you nail the content of your interview, then you might want to check out my upcoming masterclass where I'll be sharing my talk structure. And this talk structure is one of the best things I've ever created. I use it myself extensively. And people that are in the program, the Noe Signature Talk program, are using this structure to for books, for podcast interviews, for talks, obviously for webinars, all over the place. It is so useful and I love sharing it with people in that masterclass. I'll give you all the ingredients of the talk structure. Uh, it will help you pull everything together and get your audience inspired and motivated. And you can find out more about that and get your place on it over at saraharcher.co.uk slash masterclass. But that's it for today. Thank you again so much for joining me and choosing the Speaking Club to listen to. And if you did enjoy the show or you're a regular listener and you haven't done this yet, then I'd be so grateful if you could leave a rating or review over at ratethispodcast.com slash tsc or whatever platform you're listening on it means a lot and uh, if you're not subscribed to the show well make sure you do that so that you get the good stuff every week okay you take care have a great rest of your week and don't forget to go out grab your life by the nuts and get cracking bye bye Getting to practice your speaking in front of an audience is a crucial part of testing your message and developing your skills and experience as a speaker. Yet opportunities to do this in the right environment can be hard to find. Add in the chance to get expert feedback and coaching on your content structure and delivery and the opportunities are even fewer. But that's what you'll get as a member of the Speaking Club Live. There'll be hot speak slots and you'll get the chance to practice sharing your message, your storytelling, your humour and all the different aspects of speaking in front of me and other members. Then you'll get feedback and coaching from me and your peers so that you're moving forward on your speaking journey with accountability and support. 
If you'd like to find out more about how you can become a member of the Speaking Club Live so that you can build your confidence, improve your delivery and become a better speaker, then go to saraharcher.co.uk slash club now.